My name is Carrie Sano. And this is Christopher Schimpf. And today we will be going over connected learning. And basically, connected learning is a socially embedded, interest-driven, or oriented toward expanding educational, economic, or political opportunity. It is realized when a young person is able to pursue a personal interest or passion with the support of friends and caring adults. And it is in turn able to link this learning and interesting to academic achievement, career success, or civic engagement. For me, I actually have, before we dive into um, the actual examples given in the article, I have a personal experience with connected learning. I personally know a girl named Chastity who started doing hair in high school and basically she got support from her peers and um, older adults who told her that she should start to post her work on Instagram, which is a huge platform, so that other people who do hair could recognize her and she'd get more customers and basically more views, popularity. Now, at this point, Chastity has over 55,000 followers on Instagram and she is now a celebrity stylist and she is only 19 years old. This year alone, she was able to buy herself a car and an apartment as well as her own studio to do her hair in. I think of this as a connected learning opportunity where Chastity was pursued to go after something that interested her and it drove her to basic economic opportunity. I think that's really in interesting how um, Instagram is used as uh, like a really positive tool um, and a really great tool for connected learning. Um, I, didn't, I agree. You know. I don't think that the creators of like, I don't know of what people think when they make um, platforms like this, but I'm not sure if they thought, well, our platform could drive people to basically follow through with their interests and be a basic thing such as a picture could bring such economic growth or academic growth things that connect to connected learning. Um, if we want to dive into that first I, example with Clarissa. Even if we just uh, stay on the one that you're talking about, you said that the adults around her, was it anyone, do you know, was it anyone in school, like you said it was teachers? Someone that inspired her to yes, go further with adult that? Yes, adult-wise. Yeah. Yes, adult-wise, it was like her mo her mother as well as teachers, well, teachers who she would open up to about her creative interests, but I would say that it was mostly pairs. Um, a lot of pairs, when they saw her work, they too wanted to help contribute to her growth in um, her interests. So it, I feel like it was mainly pairs, mm -hmm. and then it drifted it continued on to being adults and et cetera. Yeah, it's, um, the school district that I work in does, they do a large, uh, like, BOCES program, like, through BOCES, and then even um, sections of our school, and there's two high schools, have programs through BOCES where, I guess I didn't even think about it this way because in my mind, connected learning was how do you take interests of students and plug it into the traditionally academic landscape but the courses that we offer are geared the same way that you're talking about this other student because we have an entire cosmetology course where half of the day that's what those students do so they learn 
all aspects of cosmetology, including cutting hair, over the span of two years. But then we also have ones where kids go for computer repair or uh, airplane repair or they have one for plumbing and they have one for uh, air conditioning. And I, I almost see those more as career-oriented, but that's what this is talking about, linking it to like career success. Yeah. yeah. See, and with that, I find it very interesting because I like that with the school district that you work in, that they are already kind of contributing to students' interests by making students, like, for, you said for two years they work in the cosmetology school. I think it's, like, very interesting that they take time to dedicate towards students' interests. Yeah, they, it's essentially if you can meet the other academic goals that they're asking for and you free up your schedule for this, this is what we offer for you. We want you to have something that you could walk away with out of high school with. I think it's interesting, um, you know, going back to the Instagram thing, um, I don't know how much uh, you're able to look at um, the reading for this week for the uh, New York State K through 12 draft for um, computer science, but it looks like um, maybe they're actually looking to uh, take uh, tools like Instagram and try and teach kids starting from a very young age um, into like how to use that appropriately. Um, like starting at kindergarten, it, I think it says how to communicate. It talks about how to communicate and work with others using digital tools to build knowledge and convey ideas. So starting at a very young age, it looks like this is something they are um, looking to do for uh, very young learners, which I think is really positive. With the uh, digital literacy, the K through second, it already starts saying like create simple digital artifacts using a variety of digital tools. But then as you go on, you see they add words. It goes from create, then three to five, create and revise. Six to, six to eight, create, revise and publish. And then nine to 12, we hit create, revise and publish. But then it has to be a complex digital artifact or collection of artifacts. So it's basically taking something that they have already programmed into a child at a young age and just expanding on it as the grades continue to immerse and go up. Right. And it sounds like uh, maybe um, your friend got lucky and kind of got, she was kind of ahead of the game there with her yeah, uh, definitely. pictures <laughs> for sure. Do you, I know that at least from what I have seen in schools, this is something that was kind of partially done or, or really only done if uh, the library um, teachers kind of pushed for it and that the gen ed teachers kind of pushed, did like a push in with their students into the library to get some of that done. Um, do either of you have experience or know if, like I wonder if these are gonna be forced to specific classes or if it's still gonna be kind of that push in or if only those kids were lucky enough if their librarians kind of pushed it in their own schools. For us, I don't believe it was so much 
uh, the librarians, it was more of, you did mention gen eds, it was more of gen education to general education um, teachers, like not so much main courses where, you know, you come in and it's like a math class, like they definitely straight out just want you to do math, like if there's, there's no comparison to like a subject like that then they don't want to hear so much about it but classes that are more so directed in helping kids be creative and help them express themselves such as art or like a music class or maybe a history class even because teachers can become more connected on that level um I don't know if my school was just a little bit different but we had libraries in our school but we would never have uh actual personal time where we would go to the library as a class and actually like meet and be in contact with our actual librarians I think that's interesting um I mean from from my experience you know like uh Chris was asking a, a lot of that um more computer technological side was always kind of pushed by the uh, librarian in my school and uh, uh, we had a computer teacher and we had computer class for one class but it was it was more like learn how to use the paint program like that very early paint program yeah. and that was the extent of it um, you know and I, th I think when I was in high school uh, sometimes we were allowed to use the computers to go on Google for a few things, um, like for a book report or something, but but that was really it. And that was like a thousand years ago. I also think it's um, very interesting that um, Chris asked about the librarians because um, if we connect to Tal from the Quest to Learn example about the Minecraft, I don't know if you guys remember that one, the Minecraft example. Um, Tal who played Minecraft and then he turned they turned it into like a group a Minecraft club mm -hmm. and then she began to write in the newspaper and then she actually began writing heavily um, I just found it interesting um, when I was in high school which was like what two years ago um, we had clubs like there would be basic things like dance club chess club or but we would never go so specific into a club such as like a minecraft club so i do find it very interesting that with tal the school did support these types of clubs because not only did they get to have the minecraft club but they she was also able to drift this off into writing about it in the school newspaper which then showed herself she already had interest in minecraft but from that interest alone, it built another interest, such as writing, which she ended up, they say she ended up enrolling in, like, a summer program later on. Right, and there's something, I think, very, like, meta about that. Like, she ended up um, becoming really inspired by this game where, uh, you, where you're, um, you're using a lot of creativity, you're building, you um, have to try and survive without... Um, being a attacked by monsters and you have to try and like eat and drink and like I think feed your animals still like you have to build a farm I, my, my son plays this game so I, I know a little bit about it um, but I think it's interesting how she went from from becoming very interested in this game and then that inspired her to 
um, to write. So it's like there's all this inspiration branching out from one thing and then on top of another thing. It's, uh, I thought that was really interesting and it also kind of made me um, or helped uh, my son out by, I, I don't know, I kind of let him have more uh, Minecraft time <laughs> after that. <laughs> Instead of cutting cutting him off at, after 15 minutes. I mean, that game yeah. was actually bought out by Microsoft to be turned into an educational game. Oh, really? Re- okay. Um, and they have really started. Cert- there are. I mean, I don't actually know who does it, but I've I've read up that it has existed where there are certain elementary or middle schools that have picked it up almost like its own class because it is really good for problem solving, depending on yeah. how you utilize it. Because you could utilize it for for nothing. Um, it could just be mindless, but it's one of those games that you you don't just kind of follow a specific path and just kind of hit buttons. You actually have to actively do the entire time. So it it was it was one of those weird, uh, astounding games that came out of nowhere because it was made by one guy. Um, and the same at the high school that I work at, that was one of those catapulting games where enough kids were playing it that they made a club for just video games, and it's kind of branched out from there and now between the two high schools we have like over a hundred kids in the club um but that one specifically is very specific towards education that it has done a good job with problem solving and i wouldn't be surprised if schools utilize it when they do or when they start implementing the uh, standards if they go through yeah definitely i mean I'm really interested in the whole example with Tal and the whole Minecraft, but um, I just really like how with Tal's explanation, we got to see like the whole idea of connected learning. And I just really liked it because not only does it bring opportunities from stuff that we already have interest in, but it can also show you a new developed interest and just like a flower, like these new developed interests can bloom because you wouldn't think of something like writing or drawing or as something like that you really like but from doing something else i think it's interesting that it can show you a newfound interest and bloom that interest in you and then can potentially lead to connected learning and becoming academically or economically privileged from it now uh so i'm going to ask both of you this question um, really just because most of the case studies, or if not all of the case studies, at some point through the connected learning, it was related to using some kind of digital literacy or 21st century skill. Um, do you think that going forward, if these become their own courses, that connected learning is going to be much easier, or do you think that will be the way that it's done to try to teach these uh, standards? Um, I saw how it did connect back to the 21st century skills. Um, I feel like that will be a way that they will um, teach it because when I was reviewing that chart, um, all the like words listed under 21st century skills, it was words such as like problem solving, critical thinking, interpretation, decision making, Basically, I feel like all these things that were outlined under 21st century skills, they will be key points, like core points, like how we have 
um, curriculums for every subject like for English in the fourth grade you must do this and if the kids don't master this then they haven't mastered the curriculum so I feel like basically um, they're gonna use these 21st century skills such as like the problem-solving interpretation having oral and written communication knowledge as well as like active listening and stuff they're gonna make all of those key points core points as like to say okay if the student doesn't understand how to do this then they don't understand the cores the core points of connected learning right so do you think that uh, okay I see what you're saying yeah but do you my so my question is do you think that they're gonna try to utilize or leave it more open to allowing students to have their personal interests drive those classes um, I feel like that's how it will start and like eventually things just begin to um, drift off and change. So I feel like the intended way for it to happen is how it has always been. So like how this connected learning, basically you have an interest, you get support from peers, and then it drives into being something bigger. But then as years go on, it will turn into like this sort of strict way to do it. And if it's not done like that way, then it's not connected learning at all. So I feel like it will start off as like the creative way and then it would just drift off into if it's not done this way, then it's not right. Um, I think it seems like maybe uh, education is starting to recognize that there could be better ways um, for different types of people to learn. Um, and I, I think that they're trying or making an effort to get on board with um, with this way of learning. Um, but I think like uh, Jalesia said that maybe it'll, because they're just beginning to navigate this idea that it's going to be a little bit more broad at first. And then once they um, are really able to recognize how to how it works or how students are responding or reacting or delivering their um, their responses to this, um, then they'll be able to kind of narrow it down a little bit to something more strict or more uh, concrete. Um, but I, I do like in, in uh, part two of this reading, they talk a little bit about the National Academics Committee um, on defining deeper learning and 21st century skills. And I think it's interesting how they take personalities into consideration. Um, there's this part where they discuss, um, where they give examples like, uh, like people, um, like skills who are who are uh, more agree like more agreeable skills would be a preferable personality for displaying skills in teamwork or conflict resolution or negotiating or someone who with who has like an extroverted personality um, may best be suited for like something in leadership. Um, so it's I think it's interesting how education is starting to recognize these kinds of that people learn differently and different personalities are better suited for different things. So maybe they're trying to figure this out now and hopefully 
in a hundred years from now, they'll be able to have a more concrete guideline on how to go about a course or or a, or a class as far as um, as far as connected learning or digital literacy goes.